Here it goes. Okay. Come to your comfortable seated position. Actually, today we're going to start in Virasana. So bring your knees together. Angle your shins apart. Point your toes back. Take the flesh and muscle of your calves. Push it back and apart to take a seat between your heels. And as always, I advise you to sit up on some padding if this position causes pain or discomfort in your knees. So it might be a, a blanket. It might be a block. It might be several blocks. Whatever it is, try to alleviate that pain in your knees. And you will thank yourself for propping this pose after we're sitting here for like five to eight minutes. So... Make yourself comfortable. Sean, I'd even take, uh, use the blocks under your hips. And when you find that seat, close your eyes. You can rest your palms on your thighs today. Settle into your sits bones. Imagine your inner thighs rolling towards the floor in an attempt to broaden your seat. Lift out of your waistline, tilt your chin parallel to the floor, ease the sides of your neck back to optimize the length of your spine. Pull your shoulders up towards your ears, lengthening the sides of your body, and then loop your shoulder blades onto your upper back. So we'll focus a lot on that upper back area as we move towards Pinchamayarasana, the forearm uh, balance today. So awaken that area now. So picture your shoulder blades broad and flat against your back and actively draw them in towards one another as though you might create a crease at your upper back. So as you do that, the skin across the front of your chest broadens as your heart opens. And now allow your forearms to melt towards the floor. So let your arms be heavy. And as your arms uh, become heavy, your shoulder blades will now draw down the back side of your chest. And now bring your attention to your front lower ribs. So... Uh, I like to use this terminology of lower ribs knitting together. And I've made this point recently of listening to the language used in some of these instructions. That knitting is not the same as welding or soldering or stapling. So it's not a hard action. Just front lower ribs knitting together. So there's a connection, but it's not a death grip at the top of your abdomen and then draw that space back so the upper abdomen pulls subtly towards your spine and feel how those actions together help to lengthen your lower back and you may even feel your tailbone push into the surface beneath you as though rooting into the earth And now that we're here, Virasana, hero pose, attempt to soften your skin. So the air in the room today is a really uh, neutral, <laughs> very nice temperature. Just allow 
the edges of yourself to blur. So the molecules of your body are mingling with those air molecules. Relax your face. Soften the set of your jaw. Allow your forehead to be broad, cheeks slack, eyelids heavy. And now turn your attention to your breathing. So we set up this shape to optimize the length of the spine, to optimize the space for your lungs. Now gradually begin to explore that space. So each inhale is a little bigger than the last. Each exhale a little fuller. So you're more empty at the bottom of your breath each exhale. Notice the qualities of your breath this morning. Is one nostril working more easily than the other? Does one lung seem to be filling more fully than the other? Is it easier to fill the bottom of your lungs or the top of your lungs? Notice all these things without judgment. So can you notice these things without placing too much value on them or too much importance on them? Begin ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat, shrinking the area through which you draw air into your lungs and allow air to escape your body. And tune into the sound of your own breath, whether it be loud or soft today, whatever it is, Use that sound to continually draw your awareness back to the present and consider it an underlying intention for your practice today to stay present. And one of the wonderful things about the yoga asana practice, the, the practice of these postures, is that we are continually brought back to the present with this awareness of our bodies, with this dialogue we're creating between body and mind through the exploration of these different shapes. We'll breathe through this ujjayi pranayama in three more breaths together. So I'll count five for each inhale and five for each exhale. Wherever you're at with your breath, begin to empty your lungs, empty them completely, and together we'll inhale for one, two, three, four, five, zip in any additional air at the top of your lungs, and then as you exhale, do so with control, five, four, three, two, and one, possibly engaging root lock or mula bandha at the bottom of your breath. Again, inhale one, two, three, 
four, five, hold at the top, and with control, exhale evenly from top to bottom, five, four, three, two, and one. Last, biggest breath in together, one, two, three, four, five, again, hold at the top at your most expansive, and exhale, five, four, three, two, one. Hold yourself empty, possibly drawing up on your pelvic floor, Mula Banda. And then let the lock go, resume your breath, and draw your palms together in front of your heart. As you press your palms lightly together, again, broaden across your collarbones. Feel your shoulder blades draw together the back of your chest as your heart lifts your sternum, meets your thumbs. We'll invoke the moving practice by chanting the mantra Om three times. Please chant along if you feel comfortable doing so or just listen to the other voices in the room as we bring our individual voices together. Exhale your breath. And inhale for Om. your heart, release palms to thighs, and then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Okay, come forward of your knees to come out of the posture, place any props off to one side. Plant your wrists below your shoulders as you come to a tabletop position. Knees are hip width distance, and as you inhale, lower your belly and chest towards the floor, lift your tailbone and gaze to the sky. Cow pose, and as you exhale, round your spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, and continue on with the pace of your own breathing. Recently, I've been going to a yoga class where the instructor always instructs uh, these movements with the opposite breath instruction. So as you exhale, you come to cow pose. As you inhale, you come to cat pose. And that's just a different way of exploring these postures. So if you ever want to try that option, it's, it's there for you. I'm not going to uh, correct you or <laughs> call you out if you are doing a different breath cue than what I have instructed. So just having said that, always this is your own exploration. So I'm giving you an uh, outline, uh, a frame but ultimately, the dialogue is between your body and your mind, your body, and these shapes. So, if there's some way that your body is requesting to move in these shapes and it's not explicitly in my instructions, please go ahead and listen to your body. 
It's your practice, and that's how uh, you become a better practitioner, in my mind, is that you're listening. And inhale back to a neutral spine. We're going to bring the knees together, tuck the toes under, take a seat back on your heels. So this might be very intense. It might be only mildly intense. If it becomes very intense, you can always flatten your feet or, if necessary, place a blanket between your hips and heels. Get your strap and then hold your strap shoulder-width distance in front of you. So that's not very wide. Extend your arms forward and then plug your arms into your shoulder sockets. And again, make that movement of knitting the low front ribs together and drawing them back. Feel your tailbone lengthen towards the floor. And then slowly sweep the strap overhead. Continuing to extend through your knuckles so the arms are long. And then again, pull the shoulders away from the ear, shoulder blades sliding down the back side of your chest. Okay, keeping your spine upright, gaze forward, slowly start to ease your biceps back behind your ears. So without widening the hands at first. So this is just drawing the biceps back without arching the back, without widening the hands, and then slowly begin to widen your hands apart as you bring the strap down behind your back, opening up the chest, rolling the shoulders back, and move with your breath and move within that dialogue of your body, your mind with the, with the movement. So if uh, your body is requesting a little more attention on one side, maybe bend the opposite elbow as you straighten that arm or maybe hold in a position where you're feeling especially tight and try to breathe some release into these tight muscles, these sore joints, whatever you're experiencing. All the while trying to keep that tone of the upper abdomen, lower spine long. And then bring the strap back overhead before placing it off to the side. Okay, come back to your table position. And then from here, really actively spread your fingers. So as many of you know, even table can become a challenging position if you start focusing on what might be considered the minutia of the posture. So press down through the knuckles of your fingers and try to lift into your wrists. So make your wrists lighter, especially difficult on this squishy floor that we're practicing on. And then begin to turn your inner elbows to shine forward. So as the inner elbows turn forward, your shoulders draw away from your ears. Melt the heart in an attempt to again draw your shoulder blades together at the back of your heart. And then again, knit the lower ribs together and then draw them towards the spine, lengthening your tailbone towards your heels. So maintain all of that and extend your legs back one at a time into a plank position. Once your legs are straight, make them strong. Lifting your kneecaps towards the front of your hips as you continue to extend your tailbone towards your heels. Reach your heels towards the back wall. Look forward and down, keeping the back of your neck long. And then 
exhale, push your hips up and back for a very gentle down dog. So the hips don't need to press back so far. Just keep the legs somewhat straight. And we're going to move right into our first five push-ups. So inhale to shift forward into that same plank position. And exhale to lower down. If the hips or belly sag, come to your knees before pressing back up. And then pressing the hips up and back, down dog. That's one. Inhale to come forward. Exhale to lower down. Inhale, press back up. Exhale, hips move you back. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips lead you back. Three, two more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. And exhale, back. Last one, best one, first set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. And exhale, hips lead you back. Now for walking the dog. Bend your left knee, reach your right heel towards the floor. As you extend along the back of the right leg, try to lift along the front side of the leg. Kneecap pulls up towards the hip. The crease at the front of the right ankle is, is trying to diminish. You can shift your hips gently from side to side if you'd like before switching sides. Then right knee bends, left leg extends, heel reaches towards the floor, front of the leg lifts as it engages. Notice the tight spots, the area of concentration along the back of the left leg. Maybe shifting the hips and then walking the dog side to side a little bit. Bending one knee at a time, maybe a little more quickly than we were doing before, maybe with a little extra attention on one leg that felt shorter or tighter than the other. And then bring your knees to the floor, swing your legs forward, and come to lie on your back. Have your strap. Reach out through your heels. As though you're standing in mountain pose or tadasana as you lie on your back. So reach through your legs. Roll your shoulders on your back to open your heart. And then draw your right knee in towards your chest. Take the strap around the base of your right toes. Holding the strap with both hands, extend the right leg straight. So even just getting the right leg straight a couple of inches off the floor might be a challenge. So we're working to extend and lengthen the back side of the right leg. So first work on that extension. And then once the leg is as straight as it's going to be today, or at this moment, start to lift your right leg higher. First goal might be to get it to 90 degrees. And then once that goal is attained, you might start working the right leg beyond 90 degrees. And as you do that, make sure the right hip stays on the floor. The right outer hip is widening away from the right armpit. So one tendency here is that the right side of the body wants to shrink up, wants to contract. Keep the right side of the body long and anchor the posture with the left leg. So heel stays on the floor, calf stays on the floor. Left inner thigh rolls towards the earth. 
to keep the toes pointing to the sky. Back of the head, back of the shoulders can be rested on the floor. So don't bring effort to this posture where effort is unnecessary. You can relax the weight of your head. Soften your neck. Concentrate on the right leg. And now take the strap in your right hand. You can bring your left hand to your left thigh. Just encourage that left thigh, that left hip to stay down as you slowly begin to widen your right leg out towards the right wall. So extend along the inside, the inseam of your right leg. Contract your right hip in towards your tailbone. And then even widen or wrap your right outer hip towards the top of your mat, towards your left foot. So again, uh, countering that, that tendency for the right side of the body to shrink here, to contract. And if this becomes too easy, you can always start to lift the right heel higher, so towards your head, away from your left foot. And in time, you might experiment with trying to grab the outside of the foot with the right hand, or if you prefer the, uh, the position of hooking the big toe with the, uh, the index and middle finger, that's also an acceptable grip. So notice where you're at, keeping the left hip, the left ribs, the left shoulder, pulling down towards your mat. Okay, we'll repeat this shape a couple different times throughout the practice today. Right leg back to center, and then release the right leg. Extend the right leg to meet the left. See if it isn't a little bit longer than the left leg at this point. And then keeping the right leg grounded, draw your left knee into your chest. Take the strap around the base of your left toes. Holding the strap with both hands, extend the left leg. Just like in three-legged dog, extension along the back of the leg, contraction along the top of the leg. So toes pull back towards your hip, kneecap lifts. And then slowly begin to lift the leg any higher. First goal, maybe 90 degrees, heel over hip, and then maybe working beyond that 90 degree angle. Drawing the thigh closer into the chest, being mindful to keep the outer hip widening away from the armpit. And then think about the right leg, actively anchoring the posture, heel, calf, and right inner thigh rolling towards the floor. Soften the face and bring your mind into the left leg. Where is the epicenter of experience in this shape? Is it the ankle, the calf, or very likely the hamstrings, maybe the back of the knee? Rather than trying to muscle or push beyond the place you are now to get deeper into the pose, can you really concentrate on the release or the surrender that might accompany each exhale? 
And then as you're ready, pass the strap into your left hand or even pass the foot into your left hand. Right hand to the right thigh, keeping the hip and thigh grounded as you widen the left leg out to the left slowly. Right outer hip wraps back towards the floor. Left outer hip wraps towards the top of your mat, towards the foot, the right foot. And then again, think about this extension through the inner leg, contraction through the outer hip, keeping the chest open and broad. And as I said before, we're going to mimic this posture or this shape a few different times throughout the practice. So you can consider that some of the actions of the legs and the hips and chest, although the chest is doing its actions pretty passively at this point, but a lot of this shape is mimicked in our triangle pose. We'll also be attempting this as a balance pose, balancing on the left leg. And then bring the left leg, or the right leg, bring the left leg back to center, release the strap, bend both knees, roll to your right side, and press back once more into downward facing dog. So again, set up that good hand position, fingers spread wide, knuckles rooting, just like tabletop, lift into your wrists, shine your inner elbows forward. Heart sinks towards the floor as shoulder blades draw together at your upper back. Inhale and lift the right leg straight up and back. Look forward as you exhale and lunge your right foot forward. So set up in your long stride. If your heel doesn't land below your knee, grab your ankle and bring it forward. Good. Hips melt down and forward till right thigh is parallel to the floor. As your hips become heavy, lift through your left inner upper thigh. Back leg straight and strong. Chest and chin forward. Keep this strong, long stride. Left palm to the floor, right hand to right thigh, and shift your right ribs towards your right. Your left ribs towards your right thigh. Stack your shoulders. Once the shoulders are stacked, right arm goes up. Broaden across your chest. And if you'd like here, Continue to open up, keeping the left hip lifted. As though you're going to embrace the sky, wrap your right ribs towards the floor. Look up. And then look down, right hand to the floor as you press back. Once again, down dog. With an inhale, left leg lifts. Look forward and lunge forward as you exhale. Again, set the heel below the knee and melt the hips forward till left thigh is parallel. Counter the weight of the hips by making the right inner thigh light. Heel reaches back, chest pulls forward. Right palm to the floor, left hand to your thigh and revolve to the left. Right ribs towards the thigh, left shoulder on top of right, Left arm to the sky. And again, if you're going to continue the opening, make sure that right hip doesn't sag down as you wrap the right ribs towards the sky. Left ribs towards the floor. Open up your chest as you're going to embrace the entire sky. And then look down, hand down, and just step forward this time. 
Step with your feet hip-width distance apart. And now bend your knees as much as necessary to place your torso on your thighs as you allow your head to hang forward. Take hold of opposite forearms or opposite biceps. And then just release to gravity from your hips to your head. Your legs are doing this work to give your upper body this opportunity to release. So again, this idea of rather than pushing to make space, use the, uh, use the surrendering quality of each exhale to allow your elbows and your head to melt deeper towards the floor as you create more and more or invite more and more space between each vertebra along your spine. And then if there are any subtle movements you like to do here to aid in that release, maybe shifting the hips from side to side, maybe rocking the shoulders, shaking the head, walking the ribs down the thighs, whatever it might be, do those things. And eventually release your fingertips back to the floor in front of you. Okay, you've gained all of this length in the spine. Now add to that by actively extending the crown of your head towards the floor as you begin to slowly straighten the legs. Outer hips lift, kneecaps lift. Shift or uh, make that connection between your mind and your inner upper thighs. And as I was talking about last week, that might not be an easy or a fast connection to make. Maybe you haven't talked to your upper thighs much in your life. Well, start the dialogue now. Tell your inner upper thighs to press back and then widen apart. Eventually, they'll get the message and you'll feel this broadening across the back side of your pelvis. Keep your legs and hips as they are in this shape and bring your palms to your shins. Straighten your elbows and extend your heart forward. And again, this opportunity to connect with the upper back. So again, picture your shoulder blades rolling onto the back of your chest. Broad, flat shoulder blades drawing together as your heart pulls forward. So feel that contraction at the upper back. And then release down, fold forward, exhale. Inhale, palms come back to shins, chin and chest forward, and exhale, fold. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead, rise up to stand, maybe look up as palms touch at the top, and exhale, bring those palms to heart center. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead, and exhale as you fold. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine, and exhale, flow forward. Inhale, rise on your breath, palms touch at the very top of your breath, maybe gaze goes up, and exhale, hands to heart center. One more time, just like that. Inhale, sweep up, and exhale with, with grace, flow forward. Inhale, palms come to shins, activate the upper back. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise. 
And exhale, palms come to heart center. And then arms are released at your sides. Everybody step your feet together for the next several postures. Face the big toes and inner heels come to touch. Interlace your fingers and press your palms towards the floor. Circle your arms overhead as you reach the heels of your hands to the sky and draw your shoulders once again away from your ears. Lower ribs knit, tailbone lengthens, heels ground. Continue to look forward as you extend from your waistline through your wrists and as you exhale, lean your upper body slowly to the right. Hips release to the left. Extension through the heels of the hands. Head stays in line with the rest of the spine. Breathe into your left side. If you're feeling compression or pain in the low back, don't go over so far. So only maybe just a little bit of uh, release to the right is going to create a lot of sensation down the left side of the body. Inhale back to center. Bring your arms down. Bring the opposite thumb in front as you take the opposite interlace. Send heels of the hands down and sweep them overhead. Shoulders away from your ears, tailbone to the floor, chest to the sky. Exhale, upper body now to the left. Hips release to the right. Chest and hips squared forward. Reach through the thumb side of your wrists. Round through your right heel, lift into your kneecaps. Breathe along your right side. Create length with each breath. And inhale back to center. Release the arms. Interlace your fingers behind your back. Wrap your elbows towards the back wall, securing your shoulders onto the back of your chest. Tuck your tailbone as you tilt your chin up. Look up. Breathe into the space of your heart. Inhale, inflate your chest. Exhale, begin to straighten your arms as you reach your knuckles towards the floor. Pull your palms and wrists together. Shine your inner elbows out to either side of the room. Imagine a hand at the back of your head, giving you support, keeping your neck long as you begin to tilt back. Any bit of upper back back bend here. Chest to the sky, shoulders on the back. Gaze goes back, weight in the heels, kneecaps lift, curl back, lift up, release the hands and bring the chest and head forward. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead once again. Exhale as you fold forward, fingertips come to the floor. Inhale, palms come to your shins, extend your heart forward. And exhale, walk your fingertips behind your he heels and sit down into your imaginary chair. Okay. Weight in the fingertips and the heels and now round your spine. Pull your chin to your chest. Pull your forehead towards or all the way to your knees. Keep your ankles and knees together. Keep your seat low as you look forward. Extend your arms forward like you're holding a box. Box reaches forward, waistline draws back, hips stay low, and peel your chin and chest away from the floor. Biceps sweep, and in an attempt to come behind the ears as you look up, reach your heart up, sink your hips down, waistline back, tailbone tucks, weight in the heels, ankles and knees together. Five, four, three, two, 
One, and fold forward, fingertips to the floor, head releases, hips high, exhale here. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your chin and chest. Exhale, once more, fold, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, rise up on a long breath, arms overhead. Exhale, palms to heart center, let's do it again. Inhale, rise up. Exhale, fold. Inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine. Exhale, walk your fingertips behind your heels and sit down into your imaginary chair. Create that deeply rounded spine, deep seat. Look forward, extend your arms forward. Heart forward, waistline back, peel your chin and chest away from the floor, biceps away from your ears. Keep your hips low, weight in the heels, ankles and knees together. Heart reaches up as you look up, shoulders away from your ears. Five, four, three, two, one, and fold. Fingertips to the floor, hips high, head releases. Exhale here. Inhale, palms come to shins. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise on a long, in, on a long breath. And exhale, hands to heart center. Straight into eagle pose. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Exhale, right arm wraps below the left. Wrap your arms above the elbows and attempt to bring palms together. If you can't reach your palms, hold your shoulders. Either way, draw your elbows down as you lift your chest. <laughs> Find a place to focus your gaze. Keep your gaze focused as you sit down into your imaginary bar stool. So a little higher chair than before. Shift weight to your left foot, lift your right leg. Toes either point back or in time, attempt to wrap your right foot behind your left ankle. Once the foot is wrapped, shift the knees to the right. Lining up your ankles, knees, elbows, and wrists at the middle line of your posture. Squeeze to the middle line. Wrap your shoulders forward. Open up the back side of your pelvis. Sink weight into your standing foot heel as your hips go lower. Elbows down, chest up, upper body back. Keep your gaze, soften the edges of your mouth. Five, four, three, two, and one. Unwrap, sweep up, reach up, maybe look up. And then exhale, second side. Left arm underneath your right. Wrap your arms above the elbows. Forearms and palms wrap as well. Elbows down, chest lifts, sink into your bar stool. Right foot on the floor, left leg lifts. Point your toes back and maybe wrap your left foot behind your right ankle. Shift knees to the left, attempting to line up wrists, elbows, knees, and ankles, opening up wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles. Wrap tightly, hips down, chest up, upper body back, shoulders more over hips for five, four, three, two, one, unwrap, sweep up, look up, reach up, and exhale, arms at your sides, hands come to your hips. Spread your left foot, creating more surface area with your left foot for balance. Bring your right heel to a hover. Reach through your heel, pull back through your toes. Keep your hips squared as you lift your right thigh. Thighs parallel to the floor, make big circles with your right ankle. One direction, and then the other direction. Maybe hearing some popping. I did this yesterday. I had like a huge pop that everybody heard. It's kind of weird. Okay. Heel. Big circles. Moving up into the knee. One direction. And the other direction. Keep a steady gaze as you do this. If it becomes too frustrating, you can always come to a wall. 
And then with the knee, moving up into your hip. So go up as high as you can, move in as high as you can, take the knee out as wide as you can, and then go the other direction. Just kind of experimenting and expanding your range of motion for each of these joints. And then heel back to a hover very briefly. And then right foot down, and then make some movement to prepare yourself for the second side. Okay, hands back to the hips, right foot grounds and broadens, left heel to a hover. So keep it simple at first. Extend down through the heel, pull back through the toes, keep a steady gaze, and then bend the knee. Big circles with the toes. One direction, and the other direction. And you can kind of compare and contrast first side to second. Maybe there's big discrepancies that are unexplainable. Maybe they are explainable. Okay, big circles with the heels. And in the other direction. And then my favorite, into the hip, big circles with the knee. One direction, maybe three times, and then in the other direction. And then back to a hover. Right, both feet down to the floor. And then we're going to do, as promised, we're going to take that um, same pose we did on the floor and do it standing up. So get your strap again in time. You can experiment doing this without the strap. So we're going to start, you can watch me first. I'm going to start with the left foot on the floor, take the strap around my right foot, extend my right leg straight, and then try to lift my heel to the height of my hip. And we're going to just breeze through that shape, take the strap in the right hand, and then wide the right leg out to the right. So what will tend to happen as the right leg is uh, drawn out to the right is the butt will push back, the chest will lean forward. So try to scoop the tailbone down so you extend through the inner thigh, roll the shoulders back, lift the chest, and then lift the heel any higher. Okay, so let's try uh, So. A couple of things that might make this easier. Uh, with this especially squishy floor, you can come off your mat to eliminate a little bit of squish. You could also be near a wall so that you're um, first starting with your left hand by the wall, if not on the wall, to have that idea of support. Or turn towards the wall so that your gaze can be on something unmoving rather than looking out into a sea of other people struggling with this. Okay, so left foot on the floor. Make that wide base, so that's where you start. That's your connection with the earth. You're reliant on that. Press down through your left foot. Draw your right knee into your chest. Take the strap around your right foot. Just hold the strap with your right hand as you extend your heel straight ahead. Okay, right outer hip wraps down, and then widen your right leg out to the right. So notice the tendency for the butt to press back as you do that. Actively lengthen your tailbone down, lift your chest up, roll your shoulders back. Good, Kristen, really nice. Good, um, 
Sean, try to straighten your left arm. So, um, your oh, left arm. Yeah, so instead of leaning into the wall, just kind of lightly touch the wall. Good. Good. Beautiful. Really good work, Anthony. Good. Okay. So if you fall out, come back into it a couple of times. Giving you some space here to experiment with this. Try not to take it too seriously. Uh, balance can be really discouraging. Uh, but hopefully the more we practice, the better it gets. And then we all get older and it gets even more challenging. Um, so, uh, okay, so let's, let's go move on to the second side. So if you're using the wall, maybe uh, right hand is against the wall on the second side. Spread your right foot. So look at that foot. That's your connection with the floor. So spread that, those toes out as much as you can. Create a wide base. And then lift your left knee. Take the strap around your left toes or your left toe knuckles. The strap starts or is in your left hand. Extend your left heel straight or as straight as it's going. Your left leg as straight as it can be at this moment. Wrap your left hip towards the floor and begin to wind your left leg out to the left. So again, lengthen the tailbone down. As you widen the leg out to the left, roll your shoulders back, lift your chest up, extend through the inner thigh, contract through the outer hip. Beautiful. Really nice. And then maybe lift the heel any higher as you tuck the tailbone even more deeply towards the floor. Good. Yeah, and then one thing about balance is if you are close enough to the wall, your instinct is going to be to use that wall. So if you're trying the wall and you're feeling pretty good, then I suggest starting to move away from the wall. Yeah, that's one thing, especially with um, inversions, if you're used to always using the wall and you're good at balancing there, the second you try to get away from the wall, it becomes a real uh, mental challenge. Okay, so let's stop with that. You guys did an excellent job. Thank you for going along with that. Um, checking my notes for what we're going to do next. Okay, next we're going to do our triangle pose and go through this whole sequence of um, triangle, side angle, and binding both of those postures. Let me take my microphone with me. Uh, so turn to face this green wall, step to the middle of your mat. And I know you guys just did all this, but we're going to take a pause, do our other five push-ups, and then get to all those things I just said. So come to down dog. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of organization I'm trying to do, so let's get, this is just meaning, this is just getting everything in. Press your hands down and forward, lift your hips up and back, even out those hips, and then inhale to come forward to plank, exhale, lower down, inhale, press up, possibly coming to your knees, exhale, pressing back, one, inhale, forward, exhale, lower Inhale, push up. Exhale, hips back two. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. 
Inhale, press. Exhale, hips back. Three. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips back. Four. Last one, best one. I promise. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips back. Chill out here for a second. Press the hands. Reach the hips. Release the heels. Release the head. Release the heart. And then look to the top of your mat. Walk your feet to your hands. Inhale, palms to shins. Extend your spine. Exhale, fold. And inhale, rise up. And hands at your sides. Now turn to face this green wall. Take a block to the right side of your mat. Step your feet together at the center of your mat. Hands together. As you exhale, hop or step your feet wide apart. I, I didn't decide which one I was going to do. Okay, take your feet wide. So good wide stances. Sean, go wider, wider, wider. Two feet. Good. Outside edges of your feet parallel with the outside edges of your mat. Take your hands to your hips for now. Roll your shoulders back. Expose your heart. Lengthen your tailbone down and turn your right toes out to the right 90 degrees. Situate that block at the outside of your shin. So in my, my teaching, I teach the outside of the shin because rather than reaching over the right leg, we're just going to come straight down with the hand to the block. Okay, shoulders roll back. Kneecaps lift up. Sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. Exhale, right hand straight down to that block. Left arm to the sky. So gauge the height of the block by determining where exactly uh, it becomes difficult to stack the left shoulder on top of the right shoulder. So if the, right shoulder, the left shoulder is easily stacked, then bring the block to a lower setting. If it's still easily stacked, fingertips to the floor or even palm to the earth. Ground through your right big toe, lift into your right kneecap, pull your right hip away from your right armpit. Wrap your right ribs towards my wall, spin your left ribs, left hip towards the wall behind you as your tailbone scoops to the front of your pelvis. And I advise if the neck is bothering you or distracting you for the rest of the posture, then take your gaze down or forward. You can always kind of take the neck out of the equation a little bit if it's being too disruptive. That's my opinion, at least. Okay, ground through your left foot, pull up through your left arm, return to center. Beautiful poses, everyone. Right toes forward, left toes out, block to the outside of your shin. Left shin. Hands to hips, roll your shoulders, lift your kneecaps, sweep your arms up, expand across your chest. Exhale, hand to the block, right arm to the sky. Wrap bottom ribs forward, pull left hip away from left armpit, keeping both sides of the body very long. Beautiful, really nice pose, Kirsten. Good, Mary. Imagine a wall in front of your right palm. So a wall is not going to move if you push your palm print into it. Push your palm print into that wall. Imagine that resistance to wrap your left ribs even more fully towards the sky as you possibly look up. If you can keep your neck in line with the rest of your spine rather than your head flopping down. Okay, move up. 
Right arm lifts you, left toes forward, hands together. Exhale and hop or step your feet back together. Okay, take the block to the right side of the mat. So we'll do one modified side angle pose and then we'll do our uh, bind from side angle to triangle. Feet together, hands together, exhale, hop or step your feet apart. Same wide stance, hands to hips, turn your right toes out, place that block at the outside of your right ankle. So now the block is at the ankle. Look at your right knee, keep your hips and chest squared forward as you bend your right knee in the direction of your right toes. So knee bends as the toes directed. Extend through your right inner thigh, contract through your hip. Good, yeah, Nicole, keep pulling the right hip forward, pull the left hip down, 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 down. Good, scoop the tailbone, roll the shoulders back, sweep the arms up, and exhale, right hand to the block, left arm to the sky. Just stack your shoulders for this version of the posture, good. Widen your right knee into your right arm actively. And then scoop your tailbone forward. Press your left thigh towards the wall behind you. Really nice poses, everyone. Go deeper into that front knee. Good. Knee over heel. Look up, reach up. And then straighten the right leg. Lift through the left arm. Turn your right toes forward. Switch the block to the outside of your left ankle. Turn your left toes out. Hands to hips. Square hips and chest. Look at your left knee, keeping your hips at the same height. Begin to bend your left knee in the direction of your toes. So sitting your hips down low. Roll your shoulders back. Sweep your arms up. Good. Dot. Keep extending more strongly through that inner knee. Beautiful. Exhale, hand to block. Right arm to the sky. Widen your left, left leg into your left arm. As you widen your knee, Tailbone moves forward, right thigh presses back, chest wraps to the sky, stack your shoulders, look beyond your right fingertips. Beautiful. Really nice, everyone. Soften the edges of your mouth, keep breathing. Be present with your posture, bend deeper into that front knee. Yvonne, good. And then pull up through your right arm, return to center. Turn right toes, left toes forward, hands together, exhale. Upper step, your feet apart. Okay, I'll uh, do what I can to demo here. So uh, I'll do the same demonstration I did last week and just add the straightening of the right leg to it. So as I said last week, this is better demonstrated from the back side. So um, I'm going to come down into uh, side angle, very similarly as we just did, except I'm going to place the block at the inside of my ankle. So from here, I'm going to take my top hand, turn it to face the wall behind me, and then bend the elbows to rest the hand at the outside of my hip, palm facing out. Actively roll my shoulder back, flattening my shoulder blade onto the back of my chest, and then maybe attempt to wrap my bottom arm underneath my thigh to clasp my hands or use a strap to uh, get my hands together. Roll my shoulders back, look up, and then maybe attempt to straighten the front leg. So as I straighten my front leg, my hips and chest want to turn down. So I'm continuing to pull this hip 
away from my armpit as I wrap my shoulders onto the back of my chest. So that's, um, it doesn't seem like it would be that hard, but for me, I think it's very challenging. So try that and I'll walk, I'll talk you through it. So have your strap handy because um, that is a really big shoulder opener. I'm demonstrating this and with the demo, I should always uh, say that I have just naturally flexible shoulders. Feet together, hands together in front of your heart. Exhale, hopper step, your feet wide apart. Hands to hips, turn your right toes out. Bring that block to the inside of your ankle. Okay, bend your right knee. Arms up, exhale, right hand to the block. Left arm to the sky, stack your shoulders. Bend your knee deeply, and then left palm to the back wall, bend your elbow. Take the back of your hand to the outside of your hip, maybe holding the strap, and then snake the right arm underneath the thigh. Grab the fingertips, grab the wrists, or grab two ends of a strap. Wind your right shoulder into your right knee as you sweep your gaze, your chest towards the sky, drawing your left shoulder onto the back of your chest. Okay, good. Everybody's got some version of this going on. And then maybe press down through the right big toe ball mound, straighten the right leg as you continue to tuck the tailbone forward, as you continue to wrap the right shoulder on the back. Beautiful, really nice, good Mary, good duck. And then bend the knee a little bit, hand back to the block, arm back to the sky, and pull up. Beautiful, so a little, little harder than um, it may appear. Right toes forward, left toes out. Let's get that second side experienced. Hands to hips. It's going to say done, but I'm like, we're not just going through the poses, we're going into them. So knee bends, hips and chest remain squared towards my wall, arms sweep up. Exhale, left hand to the block, right arm to the sky. Establish your extension through your left inner thigh. Your shoulders stacked, right palm to the back wall, bend your right elbow, palm faces out, snake your left arm under, taking hold of a bind with the hands or with the strap. Draw the right shoulder deeply onto the back of the chest as you peel your heart and gaze skyward. And either choose to stay here or experiment with straightening the left leg. Bend or push through the base of the left big toe ball mount. Wrap the right hip back, wrap the chest to the sky. Beautiful. Kristen, really nice pose. Good. Nicole, good. Anthony, keep pressing through the base of the big toe to straighten the leg and then bend the leg. Hand to the block, arm to the sky. Come back up. <laughs> Left toes forward, hands together. Exhale, hopper step the feet together. Whew. Okay. Fantastic. Meet me back at Down Dog. So hopefully this sounds good to you, but we're making very good time. So we'll get in our Pinchamayarasana, and then we will have lots of time to do some floor work today. Or a relatively long amount of time. At least for my class, it'll be a long time. Okay, hands down and forward, hips up and back. And then take your knees as wide as your mat. 
Bring your toes to touch behind you. Sit your hips back towards your heels. Keeping your hips heavily, heavily rooted towards your heels, just walk your arms forward. Lengthen your spine forward, releasing your forehead towards or to the earth in a wide-legged extended child's pose. Relax the shoulders at this time. And come back to your breath. Again, this idea of being present with our postures, being present with our practice. Try to feel breath in your back body. So a lot of work on the hips, a lot of asymmetrical shapes in the lower back. So breathe awareness down into that space. Allow this symmetrical posture to be a uh, counter pose, to be an opportunity to reset And then gradually walk your hands back towards your hips and just take any seat that you'd like for a moment as I demonstrate what we're going to do next. Okay, so um, we're going to use, a, we're going to potentially use a wall. So um, if you guys against the mirrored wall want to uh, move over to uh, a wall without a mirror, you can, or if you feel comfortable kicking up against a mirror or in the middle of the room. You can do that too. I trust you know that about yourself. Okay, so uh, this is going to be the prep or the execution of Pinchamayarasana. Okay, I'll give you lots of options here. I'm going to, this can be done with the strap, but I find that gets in the way. So I'm not going to do this with the strap. But if you're curious about that option, let me know and I can um, show you how to do that. It would just be a strap around my, um, my forearms, potentially. But I'm going to use a block. So if you can't see what I'm doing and you, need, you would like to see what I'm doing, then stand up and um, move. Uh, okay, so I'm going to take this width of the block between my hands, spread my fingers. And one thing that helps the forearms grip a little better here is just taking a moment to turn the palms up Pull the elbows apart without actually widening them. So I want my elbows below my shoulders, but I'm going to pull them apart and then turn my palms back down. That just helps to grip the forearms onto the mat better. Melt my heart. Again, this action of pulling the shoulder blades onto the back of the chest. So the flat, the shoulder, the flat broad shoulder blades draw together at the back of my heart maybe even creating a visible crease at the base of my, at the back of my heart. Okay, shoulders away from my ears, heart melts, lower ribs knit to lengthen the lower back. And then I'm going to lift into a forearm dog position, keeping my shoulders away from my ears, and then maybe walking a little bit forward today. So the head stays lifted, my gaze stays between my forearms. And then practice here, lifting one leg. So just like three-legged dog, we're going to try to keep the hips at an even height. 
So lifting more through the inner thigh as the heel lifts higher. And then we'll just experiment one leg at a time. And then, if you're feeling it today, moving into the arm balance. So I'm going to lift my right leg, bend my left knee on the floor, kick my heels to the wall. Press down through my forearms, pull my shoulders away from my ears, and then gradually work, I haven't done this in a long time, work my legs away from the wall. And then, <laughs> see, the I put the block there because the hands will want to kind of uh, pull together and the elbows will want to pull apart. But you want your wrists and shoulders, your wrists and elbows shoulder width distance apart throughout. Okay, so give you guys some space to experiment with this. And I know uh, some of us were talking after class about doing scorpion pose. So if you're interested in that pose, so first the balance is kind of straight up and down. And then eventually... You walk your posture further from the wall. So you walk your hands further from the wall, bring your feet to the wall, and then walk your feet down the wall to bend your legs and find that balance. Okay, so start with your block probably six inches from the wall. Hands frame the block, elbows directly below your shoulders, no wider. Okay, turn your palms to face up. Isometrically draw your elbows apart so they're not actually moving any further apart. They're just pulling apart as you turn your palms back down, gripping the forearms on the sticky mat. Chest mounts, shoulder blades draw together, draw your shoulders away from your ears. Knit your lower ribs, keep your gaze between your forearms, tuck your toes, and lift your hips. So keep your gaze lifted. And then maybe walk your feet in further without allowing your shoulders to come forward of your wrists, just like we do in headstand pose. And then right leg lifts. Do that as long as you want. Lift your left leg. And if you're ready today, bend the opposite knee and kick your hips to the wall. So that's a big step. <laughs> so just work. If your chest is sagging, your shoulders hurt, your elbows are widening apart, Probably don't kick up today. Just work at that one leg lift. Good. Yvonne, wrap your right hip down towards the floor. Good, good, good. It's really hard to keep the hips squared. Good dot. Really nice, Kirsten. Good. Um, Anthony, your, your, your elbows widen apart a little bit. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, you try to keep that block swift distance between your hands. <laughs> and then when, when or if you get up, forearms press down, chest, heart melts. So if this is something that's intriguing you today, I know we haven't, I haven't taught this pose in a long time. If this is something that's intriguing you today, then keep working that forearm dog and lifting the legs. So the... The more you're able to walk the feet in, getting that shape of the hips over the shoulders, the easier it's going to be to eventually kick up. So let Sean try to keep your elbows closer. Good. Good. Really nice. Forearms pressed down. Good. Really nice. Jason, if you want to start working that back bend into the posture, beautiful. Okay, to signal that y'all are done with this, 
uh, come to a child's pose, or you, if you moved your mat, you can move your mat back. So uh, if anybody's still interested in picking up another time, there's time to do that. Otherwise, come back to a child's pose. You can either take that wide-legged version we did a moment ago, or you can uh, bring the knees together. Arms can be forward or back. Just again, return. Come back to your breath. Come back to the present. And then walk your way back up to seated. So we'll just do a a seated sequence of a couple postures that I really like to do when we have the time. So just uh, start seated on your hips. Maybe uh, it would be helpful to sit on the edge of some padding as we set up for um, square pose, as I call it in yin and uh, Agni Stambhasana or fire logs pose, as I was taught the name. Um, So left shin starts parallel with the top of the mat, flex your left foot, and then right shin stacks on top of the left. So feet are flexed, ankles are straight. And some people like to prop this here between the knee and ankle. I've got a big gap, but I don't find that the prop is actually that helpful. So that's your call. Okay, if you'd like, manually move the flesh of your buttocks back and apart to create a broader seat. And then have your hands on your feet to continue to activate the the musculature, widening the hips. So press the feet into the hands. Create resistance with the hands as you gently lean forward. Press the butt back. Try to widen the heads of the femur bones away from one another. Again, in this attempt to create a broad seat. And then keep that activation of the legs. Lift back to center. Straighten the spine. Roll the shoulders back. And with a long spine, either choose to stay here if this is plenty of sensation in the hips. You're going to have a hard time just staying here with the posture. Or if you'd like, you can start to... Hinge at the hips and walk the upper body forward. So keeping the sits bones grounded for sure. And this is one that I really find uh, (laughs) can be approached gradually with very um, effective results. So you might just lean forward five inches to start. And then by really concentrating on your breath and on the idea of letting go of some of the gripping or some of the um, long-held tension in the hips, you might gradually begin to walk the chest more deeply forward. So wherever you've landed, reconnect with your breath and try to stay curious. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling it? Called upon to describe your experience, how might you use words to describe it, or how might you use 
um, some kind of metaphoric language to describe it, that can be very helpful for the practice to try to, um, well, you know, that's just helpful for life, comparing one thing to another thing. Sometimes I think about the uh, feeling of this posture as being like my hips are cemented or my hips have become some kind of um, rock formation and I'm just gradually chiseling away at that shape. Or you can think of it as ice thawing or any sort of visualization that will help keep your mind with your body and aid you in the uh, intention to let go. And walk your hands back up. Bring your, what is this, left heel to your left hip and then your right foot to the outside of your left knee corner. Try to point your left knee straight ahead of you. And then right hand comes behind the right hip, not leaning too much weight back into that hand, but just using that arm to prop your chest up, keeping head over heart, heart over pelvis. Left arm extends to the sky as your left hip grounds. And then either wrap the arm around the right knee, or if you have the space, hook the elbow to the outside of the right thigh. So moving into a deep or not so deep twist, whatever is appropriate at this time. So keeping the spine long, thinking about twists being grounded or founded in the hips and moving up the spine. So first the belly or the uh, abdominal muscles, internal organs shift from left to right and then moving up the ribs, the chest, the shoulders, the neck and eventually, lastly, the gaze. So gaze over your right shoulder, gaze so, uh, <laughs> gaze so intently that you look to the front of your own mat. And then inhale, return to center, take a little counter twist, and then we'll do both those postures on the second side. So right shin parallel to the top of your mat, left shin stacks on top, flex the feet, ankles remain straight. And again, maybe manually move your bottom back to widen your base, and then actively press feet into hands, hands into feet, leaning forward a little bit, keeping the hips grounded and trying to draw the heads of the femur bones wider apart. So keep that activation of the legs, come back through center, establish a long spine, and either choose to stay upright or hinge at the hips and walk the length of your upper body gradually forward. And you might feel uh, the desire or the, just without even knowing it, you might feel that all the weight is shifted onto your right thigh or your right hip. Try to bring your left hip back down towards the floor. 
And again, explore. Be curious about these postures. So curiosity is one of the main factors, I think, that's going to keep you coming back to the practice. And I certainly believe that um, a, a long, sustained, or maintained practice is going to be beneficial in life. Just keeping us um, mobile for longer. And keeping that in mind, it's not, not to say that we're just going to become more flexible and stronger uh, as we move forward in time with our practice. There is going to be, there will be injury, there will just be the gradual um, aging of our bodies that will not allow us to, to move in certain ways that we could move yesterday. But rather than focusing on the outcome of the postures or the expression of the postures in this, um, I, in some kind of ideal, if we can just use the poses to explore our experience and move from where we are on any given day. Slowly walk your hands back up. And then right heel comes to left hip. Right knee points forward. Left foot to the outside of the right knee. Sole of the foot on the floor. Hips ground, chest lifts. Left hand behind the hip. Again, not too much weight in that hand. Just using the arm to prop up the chest. Right arm to the sky. Lengthen the right side. And either wrap the arm or hook the elbow or come to other... Any other sort of bound uh, half Lord of Fishes pose is what this is called that you're familiar with. But again, think about the posture being grounded or founded in the hips and then lifting up out of the waistline, keeping the spine tall, keeping the spine long, allowing more and more space for you to revolve around that central channel. Moving from bottom to top. And eventually gaze being led with the right eye over the left shoulder. Towards the right wall, maybe even so deeply wrapping around this central channel that you look to the front of your own mat. And inhale back to center, counter pose. And un. Uh, Undo your legs, unpretzel yourself, and come to lie on your back. Knees into your chest for a moment, and then grab hold of the outside edges of your feet. Turn the soles of your feet to the sky, shins perpendicular to the earth, and maybe rock from side to side in a happy baby pose. And do any other subtle movements that you'd like here, maybe rocking the legs from side to side, making some small circles with the knees, massaging the low back. Whatever little movement will help you to relax, help you to relinquish any residual tension that you feel 
before moving into your savasana. So we'll have about six minutes in savasana today. If you'd like, put on any additional clothing that you have lying around. Cover yourself up with a blanket. After experimenting with this pose over time, there might be a way that you'd like to prop yourself. Maybe a rolled blanket underneath the knees to release a tight low back. Maybe a little bit of padding in the form of a blanket underneath your head to keep the neck long, to keep the, uh, the breath passageways open. Make yourself comfortable. Set your heels as wide or wider than your hips and allow your feet, the weight of your feet to fall out to either side of the room. Arms at a gentle angle at your sides so your hands or arms aren't touching any of your clothing. Palms to the sky, shoulder blades very subtly here tucked onto the back of the chest, again emphasizing the lightness, the openness of your heart at this time. Soften the expression on your face. Scan your body for tension. You may be gripping in areas where you're not aware of gripping until you ask specifically, Are, am I tensing my toes? Am I curling my fingers? Am I flexing my thighs? Am I pulling in my stomach? about in uh, Savasana, this idea of kind of pulling the self out of the body. So how does the self, how does the uh, personality or your idea of who you are manifest in your in its physical form? The set of your jaw, the way you hold your mouth, again this idea of the way you tense your muscles without being aware of that tension. And we start to soften those features. Become rather than uh, expressing ourselves through our bodies can we attempt to just observe the body at rest without any intervention without even a need to direct the breath trusting that the breath will come and go
more challenging level can we kind of take that same step back from the mind, from the thoughts, rather than thinking about Savasana meditation as a time to stop the mind or make the mind blank, just as a time for letting the mind go without direction, without purpose. Not chasing the thoughts, not directing ideas. Just watching from a removed distance as you might observe clouds in the sky. Send awareness back into the edges of your body. Move fingers, move toes. Rock your arms and legs and the back of your head from side to side. Bend your knees one at a time. Extend your right arm along your right ear and roll onto your right side, taking this fetal pose as we move from corpse pose back into the rest of our days. So take time here to reflect. Consider your effort today. Always challenging just to get into the room. Even if you come to this class every single week, it's still a challenge to get here. Um, so acknowledge your effort to be here. Acknowledge your effort to stay here. So show yourself gratitude in some form and consider how you might bring the presence of your practice out into the rest of your day, out into the rest of your life. Can you hold that presence with people you encounter, tasks that you encounter, your job, your chores, whatever it may be. Keep your eyes closed as you come back to a seated position. Once you've found your seat, draw your palms once again together in front of your heart. 
We'll close practice by chanting the sound of Om together one single time. Exhale and inhale for Om. to the practice. I appreciate this time spent with each of you. Namaste. Namaste. Oh, you're welcome.